Hi, and welcome to the U-Turn Podcast. My name is Pastor Ashton Fish, and I'm going to be your host. This podcast is designed for students to stay connected to U-Turn Youth Ministry. We often listen to a sermon or we have a special discussion. I hope you enjoy the episode this week. Let's pray. Lord, I just pray for the word today. As we get into your word, that all of us, including myself, listen to what your word says, not to what I'm saying. And pray this in Jesus' name, amen. So going on to verse 22, it says, but don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. I got to put on my glasses, sorry. Otherwise you are fooling yourselves. Okay, I got to stop right there because I always feel like I'm like talking to somebody when it includes me. So I'm going to change this a little bit. And it says, we don't just listen to God's word. We must do what it says. Otherwise we are fooling ourselves. If we listen to the word and don't obey it, it's like we are looking at our face in the mirror. We see ourselves and then we walk away forgetting what we look like. This is the breaking the circle. We're going to go through the next few verses and just show you how the circle of sin affects our life and how it can get into this repetition. Does anybody remember the Pirates of the Caribbean? Or as you can say, the Pirates of Caribbean? as some they say. So you, you, got, you got the pirates on the Black Pearl, right? And remember, they couldn't feel anything. They couldn't taste anything. They couldn't smell anything. They eat the food. and It, it doesn't do anything to their stomach. It's like their desires were insatiable. And, and in case you guys don't know what that word is, um, it's, it's on the this, this slides. I don't know if anybody's got back there. So you'll find it's the third slide. It says insatiable, it's a definition. There we go. Insatiable, it's such a great word. But in case you don't know what it means, it's like it's an impossible to satisfy. Our sin is just, it gets to the point where we, no matter what we do, it's, it's not good. When I was a teen, I had an insatiable appetite. I just wanted to do what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it. And nothing seemed to satisfy it. You know, at the moment, it might be, but I needed to sit there and get that next high. And I don't mean just for drugs, although drugs are part of it. It could be girls. But when I really look back, it really comes down to one thing. I wanted to do something that made my life at risk, where it is a possibility to die. Because then I didn't feel the numbness. I didn't feel, I felt alive. Because other than that, I just felt kind of numb. And it's just like going through life being numb because this sin in my life was totally insatiable. I needed something to feel alive. And even when I started driving, it was like, <laughs> I, I had a license plate to call, it was said Canyon Runner. And so I would take my car and we would go through the canyons. Cause it was like, hey, it's the only thing that really made me feel alive while I'm driving. Go to Topanga Canyon, Canaan Dunes, go up um, uh, any canyon that you can find in Mulholland Drive, Box Canyon. And you would go through these canyons as fast as you could, trying not to get hurt. But that's the thrill of it, right? And I look back at it now, like, that is really stupid. <laughs> it's just like really dumb. Because not only could I hurt myself, I can hurt somebody else. And it's just, it was an insatiable thing. Then it goes on in verse 22. Otherwise, we're fooling ourselves. There's a verse in the Bible, which to me is the most brutally honest verse 
that you can, that to me, that you can come up with in the Bible. Psalms 119.29. Keep me from lying to myself. Give me the privilege of knowing your instructions. Keep me from lying to myself. You know, if we're lying to ourselves, we're still lying. And if we lie, if we, do you guys want to hang around with liars? I don't. I don't trust them. They can sit there and say something to me, and I'm like, I don't know if that's right. I can't trust you. But if we lie to ourselves, we, have, we, we can't even get away from ourselves. It's like we live with ourselves, and we believe the lies that we're telling ourselves. We hear these lies from the world about ourselves. We hear them from our parents. We hear them from ourselves. We look in the mirror and we go, yeah, that lie must be true. So it must not be a lie. It must be true because everybody's saying it. I don't care what God says about me, even though he's the one that created me. I don't care that God says he loves me because it seems like the rest of the world doesn't. So I must be, have a problem with me. I must have a problem. That was me. And so to compensate that, I had to do something that made me feel good, that made me feel exciting. but I kept lying to myself. Even when I knew it was wrong, even when I knew it was a lie, it's like, I'm doing this because I'm having fun. Sure you are. And that brings us to not recognizing ourselves in the mirror. Verse 23 and 24 talk about you look in the mirror and it's like you walk away and forget what we look like. I'm gonna give a little bit of different take on that. For if you listen to the word and do not obey it, where it's like glancing in the mirror, we see ourselves walk away and forget what you look like. If we listen to a lie, we're going to believe something about it, which means on the other hand is we can't see the truth. So if we can't see the truth, the more we hear a lie becomes a truth. Can we go to the next slide? We don't recognize the truth. God tells us the truth. We get to a point where, and when I say we, I'm including myself, you guys. I'm not pointing the finger there. It's like it says, one there and three back. We is all of us. Doesn't matter for a leader, a pastor, or, or a student. We all face the same things, that struggle with our humanity and with our spiritual life. And it comes down to we have to make a choice here. Are we going to listen to the truth that the Bible says that God created everything and he created us in his image? Like Pastor Marty said today, he showed us that verse. We are a masterpiece. We are a masterpiece. Not somebody that's up on a platform or a stage or in Hollywood or a celebrity or something like that. You, 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 me. We're the Picassos. We are the pain of Jesus and he created us, and he does not create junk. He creates masterpieces, and all of us are made in his image. Now, it's our opportunity to believe that about ourselves before we look in the mirror and go, nah, I don't believe that because look at what's gone on in my life. That can't be true, God, because if it was true, my life would be better. But it's not, so God, you must not be true because we're listening to the lies. We have got to break the circle of living in lies. We've got to see the truth that Jesus Christ has set out before us. He died on the cross. I mean, if that's not a way to say a statement that this is true, I don't know what else God could do. He gave his life so we could live. 
and spend eternity with him. I think that's an awesome opportunity. Sin will take you farther than you wanted to go, cost more than you're willing to pay, and stay longer than you wanted to stay. I mean, how many people have like, oh, I just want to touch this. I just, I just want to do this once, just, just once. I just want to try it because I want to try it, and then I won't do it anymore. And then you start feeling that depression. You know, when I did that other thing, it made me feel pretty good. So I, I just do it one more time. It's been a while. And then that circle starts. It may be a slow circle at first, but then it starts getting smaller and faster, smaller and faster, and pretty soon it just becomes a revolving circle that goes around and around and around. We can get in depression. We can get suicidal. I know because I've been there in there. What can I do to wake myself up? But there's hope. There is hope. There's always hope in Jesus. Going back to verse 21, and I know we, we, we're going back. Well, I already talked about verse all the way to 24, but we're going to go back to verse 21 because it talks about get rid of all the filth and evil in our lives and humbly accept the word of God for it is planted in your hearts. It is the power to save your soul. So anybody remember pirates again? Remember at the end of the movie what they had to do? They get, had to get all the um, Cortez's gold together. And then they had to have the blood dropped on the gold so it released the curse. Now, I know I'm making a stretch here because pirates didn't go there, but Jesus is that blood, right? Anybody know what the treasure is? It's us. You got it, Pastor Martin. I mean, Pastor Ashton. Yeah, it's us. We're the treasure. All she says is, you get here, I put my blood on you, the curse is gone. That's good news, you guys. Come on. Isn't that worthy saying amen? Hey, this is just a question. You want to go to heaven or hell? It's our choice in the sense that we accept Jesus. I'm not, I'm not telling you you got to change anything. You got to be perfect or anything like that. It's God says, here's a ticket to heaven. It's me. You can accept it freely. No, no strings attached. Or you can say no. It, to me, it's, it's, it's such an awesome gift. I don't even have to do anything. He doesn't sit there and say, no, you got to wait until you do this. Then you do this. Then you do that. And then maybe, maybe you'll be accepted. He looked at me and said, I'll take you. Really? The way I am? I'll take you. I don't, all the filth, all the grime, all the whatever you are, I'll take you. I was like, cool, because you know what? I'm tired of doing what I'm doing. I can't live like this anymore. I can't do this anymore. I've got to live for something that is more than this. And I got out of that circle. Not, not everything became perfect. I still had struggles, and I still have struggles. But it got me out of that circle. I want to I take you down a road this morning. It's a road of God's power. You can all just like close your eyes right now because I, I, I don't want is there's nothing to really see except your own imagination. Going to take you down a road. And I, we, we hear a lot about choice in this world today. And this is a road of choice and is the most important choice. It's the choice of change, that insatiable desire and admit that you need help and that it comes from Jesus at the cross. It is a choice to confess to God 
that you're a sinner. There may be somebody that's on that road right now that doesn't know Jesus. And that's the start is that, that one road. And if there's somebody on that road right now that doesn't know Jesus, I want you to just raise your hand. If you don't know Jesus and say, that road's for me, I want you to raise your hand. Now there's another fork in the road. And that one is saying, stop lying to ourselves that we cannot be changed because we can. And it is through Jesus who conquered death and rose again. And if we believe that, on, not only are we saved, but we are making a commitment, we are saying to God, okay, I, I not only believe you, but now I trust you. We got belief and trust. Anybody saying, Lord, I need to trust you more? Just raise your hand. He says, Lord, I, I need to trust you a little bit more. My, my life is, it, it needs more of you in it. And then there's a third road, a third choice, a third fork in the road. And it's probably the hardest because for Christians, we usually get to the first two. I accepted Jesus. Yes, I believe he died on the cross. But this road is, I think, the hardest because it has to do with our daily lives. It's commit. Commit to Jesus. And this is one where we have to make a choice daily. It's saying, Lord, I'm, I'm going to follow your way today. And at some times, it may be hourly. I've been there. It's like, I, I, I need your help hourly, Lord. I got through this hour. You're going to have to help me get through this next hour because I don't know if I could do it. Not by myself. So if you are anywhere on those roads... I want to pray for us. And with everybody's eyes closed and heads bowed, Lord, whether we don't know Jesus right now, whether we believe you rose and trust you, or if we need to help that commitment, Father, I pray for all of us that we will walk that road because you already did. You already laid the path for us. And Lord, as we walk on that road of commitment, we will try to bring others along with us through love and truth. So Father, I pray for a break of this circle of sin in our lives and move forward into a life that is dedicated to you and committed to you. And this we pray in Jesus' name, amen.